Welcome to Garage Conversation with Char, or GCC for short. My name is Charlene Brisbane, and you are about to listen to a podcast in the second series. The intent of the discussion remains as it was from the start, to inform, engage, and inspire. My daughter Shelby continues to come along for the ride as my producer and sort of co-host. However, she gave up editing somewhere in the first series to Christine, a professional editor. Yes, most of the podcasts continue to be recorded in my garage, weather permitting, or my guest's ability to travel. If you have listened previously, I appreciate your continued support. If this is your first podcast, thanks for giving it a try. So good morning. We're starting our second, well, actually it's our third podcast in our second series of recordings. You never know what order I'm going to decide, but but we're definitely in the winter in the East Coast now. So we just finished our second major snowstorm. Yeah, I'm keeping my mask on to help me stay warm. <laughs> okay. They actually do really help in yeah. the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have, you know, we're still, of course, in the midst of COVID, of course, but, um, you know, vaccines are coming our way. So, which is Good, but we're sort of low on the list, everyone in this room, either because of age or... I'm vaccinated. You are? Yeah. Excuse me. Well, we have Jules here. She's been vaccinated. because I worked at that. Okay. I was able to sign up for it. Okay, good. Yeah, because of her, her job. So yeah. that's cool. So Jules is back with us for those who are yeah. new. Jules is Jules is my favorite personal trainer. Well, she's my Girl. only personal trainer. <laughs> are you cheating on me? <laughs> and uh, uh, she's gonna. We're, we're gonna be talking about uh, uh, diets today, but we'd like to know. Uh, since it is cold here, I do get my guest Starbucks. They aren't a sponsor. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if Starbucks sponsors anyone. I feel like that's Starbucks sponsors themselves. Yeah, right? they don't need to. They, they don't need sponsors, yeah. right? People just get that. So Shelby has her flat white. Me, I have given up Starbucks for the Linton season and, 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 and buying anything, any like prepared kind of like food like things. So I made my own with almond milk and, and coffee left over from my dad. Is it cold? Are you drinking an iced one? Yeah, I'm a cold. I don't care what temperature is. I don't it do is hot. It's degrees out. I, I have know. to have a cold to drink something that's warm. It's really weird. I, I just okay. tend to like cold stuff. Christian's the same way. He, he likes his cold brew and like cold drinks he was just gonna go get like this kiwi refresher drink or something like that's a summer drink that's and we're drink. <laughs> in the winter right right so I'm, I'm the same way good i'm not the only sort of weirdo with that so i don't know why and i'm not a coffee drinker except if it's like with something like chocolate or something to cut the bitterness i think and I definitely need a coffee this morning. It was a long week. I think all of us had definitely a long week. a coffee day. Yeah. <laughs> Today might be a two-cup kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so to the uh, the podcast today, we're going to talk about diets in a sense. You know, there's many different diets out here today. They, they try to help you lose weight. And, you know, of course, there's no way for us to be able to touch on every diet there is, but you know, a lot of them are scams. Yeah. That's what, what I've deduced from like Instagram <laughs> and it's yeah. just like nonsense. Yeah, that's true. We're, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're having Jules come back and talk to us about this and uh, discuss the various diet options and more like buckets. Okay. So, you know, how we might and how we might understand their impact on our weight loss and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Because, you know, diets seem to fall into two character categories, like there's behavior modification diets like Weight Watchers and Noon and diets that focus on specific foods like keto or Atkins. And I, I, that made me like, well, what is a diet anyway? So I looked it up and it was interesting to understand the definition of diet as far as the dictionary. So from the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it said um, diet is defined as one food and drink regularly provided or consumed, two, habitual nourishment, or three, the kind and amount of food prescribed for a person or animal for a special reason, or four, a regimen of eating and drinking sparingly so as to reduce one's weight going, one's weight going on a diet. 
I thought it was interesting that the fourth definition of diet is about losing weight. <laughs> so, so this really suggested to me in terms of um, being healthy, diet should be more about the food choices we make regularly. And I think that's sort of, you know, uh, Jules is sort of mantra with her whole health and wellness. So, however, people do use diets to lose weight. <laughs> so, yes, they do. and they're always going to be popular. So, you know, I, I think Jules can maybe help us as we look at different diet approaches and we see them being advertised on social media, television, radio, and the internet. So, you know, just for those people who might be new to the podcast completely, uh, Jules, you want to just give a little bit of well, background. background about yourself? Yeah. So I've been charged personal trainer for five years. It might be more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Has it been that long? Been that long? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. went to school for exercise science. So I have my bachelor's degree in exercise science. Um, I have a couple certifications. I have my health coaching certification. Um, I have an orthopedic exercise specialist certification, which like basically it just helps me work better with uh, people who have injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been, I've been in the fitness wellness industry for over 10 years now. I absolutely love it. And uh, I'm on my way to physical therapy school in the fall, which I'm super excited about. It's kind of like my next step. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I, my passion is just helping people to live a thriving, healthy life. So I don't, I'm not a drill sergeant trainer. I'm not, mm. you know, a bodybuilder. Some people may question that, but okay. <gasps> See, she does it with a smile. So you feel better, I but feel you- better. <laughs> I mean, like during the workout, I don't have a lot of empathy, but (laughs) the next day you will be sore. We did an arms workout last time and I was like, fine. And then like the next day I was trying to do some exercise. It was like, why can't I lift myself? (laughs) My arms hurt. Total upper body. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. All good. Yeah. So just to get into the topic, you know, one of the first questions is, you know, what kind of things should a person keep in mind when choosing a diet for weight loss? Because I, I don't think that people just say, oh, I'm going to try this and I'm going to try that. But I think we should keep some things in mind when we're trying to pick something that might work for us. Absolutely. And you know what? Like it's everybody's an individual when it comes to fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, like what works for somebody is not necessarily going to work for somebody else. A mm-hmm. lot of it has a genetic component, your just size and shape is very genetics based. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to look a certain way, like maybe that's not what you should be striving for. Mm -hmm. So I guess the first thing is just kind of like check in with your goals. You know, like if you have been thinking about losing weight, it's like, well, why do you want to lose weight? Do you need to lose weight? Did your doctor say that it would be something healthful and beneficial for you to lose weight? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it simply an aesthetics and like none of these things are necessarily a wrong reason Mm -hmm. right because everyone's different Mm -hmm. but um i think that's kind of the first step is to ask yourself like okay why do i want to go on a diet um shelby kind of touched on this the whole like (laughs) instagram inundation of like different diets and fads and whatnot and like Char in your in your question you said like there's a, a lot of different approaches that are being advertised Mm -hmm. and I think the fact that you use the word advertised (laughs) says it all (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's advertising so like people are selling something it's a product Mm -hmm. but you gotta ask yourself like what are these Instagram people selling are they Mm -hmm. selling your health and happiness Mm -hmm. probably not they're selling like bikinis and makeup and clothing and sex and waxing services and like all <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you just look at an ad and like pick it apart like it's built to catch your attention for a reason mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but you know like you hear about people who say oh i have a wedding to go in or i'm getting married mm-hmm. so i need to lose this many pounds to fit in my wedding dress or That's i want to so fit like, in this bikini for the summer right. so i have to do this so but i feel like that that leads to people like either starving themselves or even like going on a diet and then like you don't keep that weight off and that's the whole thing about diets in general it's like it used to mean the word diet the first definition that you Mm. said it's like it's just a 
pattern of eating, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like what you put in your body. Mm-hmm. Like everybody who eats food is on a diet. Right, right. <laughs> so right. like basically we all have a diet. Mm-hmm. But like our understanding of it now is a pattern of eating to lose weight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that kind of says something about our culture. And like it's not new. This mm-hmm. has been around since like forever. Like the ancient Greeks did different diets for the Olympics and mm-hmm. to look good and, and whatnot. We, we still do that. But, you know, from from my work and a ho- more holistic point of view – Diets are always a short-term thing mm-hmm. and they typically make money for somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like even things like, and this is, this is a very hot topic right now is keto diet. Mm-hmm. Like how many products do you see advertised? And when you walk through the grocery store, how many products do you see advertised that have the word keto on it? Like people are doing this to make money. They don't care if you lose weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? yeah. And if you do lose weight, is it something that you can do forever? So like when dieting for weight loss, you need to ask yourself, is this something that I can do forever? Because if not, what's going to happen? Like say it's a, I don't know, 21 day beach body booty blast <laughs> something. I don't know. Like, right. oh, get a nice toned body for the beach in 21 days. Lose 20 pounds in 20 days. Like you see this stuff all the time okay and say it works say you lose 20 pounds in 20 days which is absurd and I would never ask somebody to do that what happens when you're done the 21 days Mm -hmm. you're going to go back to eating how you normally did you Mm. didn't learn anything Mm -hmm. you probably starved yourself Mm -hmm. you probably were skipping a ton of vital nutrients that your body needs to function maybe you look good for a week and Mm -hmm. then when you go back to eating normally you gain it all back and probably more because mm-hmm. that's what happens when you yo-yo diet. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you end up gaining it back mm-hmm. and then more just because of the way your metabolism works. Mm. So ask yourself when you're looking at a diet, is this something that I could potentially do forever? And that's interesting because I watched this show Married at First Sight, right? And this season... No spoilers. Okay. Christian and I also watch the show <laughs> and this, we're behind. This is related to this topic though. There's this guy, he got matched with someone and, you know, whatever. We won't say how they're doing, so you can watch it. He only eats, like, meat and eggs or something. It's something like, and that's all he's been eating for years. So it's, it must be some kind of high-protein diet. He doesn't eat He, like, eats steaks. I've only heard about people like that on YouTube that, like, respond to vegans on YouTube. <laughs> and they're like, well, obviously, you know... She's not getting all of her nutrients. She's she's craving cheese because she's eating vegan cheese. And just these people eat like bins of cottage cheese and yeah. just meat. And that's it. Could it is wild. I know. Yeah. It's like, it's so. <laughs> I know it definitely. The steak is the main component like of what he eats. I mean, like. Is that going back to the caveman diet? Yeah, and probably that sounds like. A riff off of paleo, which is like, you know, you only eat what your caveman ancestors ate. And like, yes, people ate meat, but they also hunted for it. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't go to Giant and pick it up (laughs) prepackaged. Like, you know, there's a whole lifestyle thing surrounding it. They probably also foraged and ate wild berries and, you know, like anything on either extreme end of the spectrum is probably not super beneficial in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like it's probably a short-term thing. Yeah, he seems like, you know, he's very uh, sculpted kind of workout kind of guy. And I guess maybe, I guess it could work. I don't know, but it just seems so strange. I felt, in a sense, bad for the person he got partnered with, although her, her family say he, she could make a good state. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't expect her to eat like that all the time. But. They better than- the other thing i just wanted to highlight real quick is that like when you're looking at a diet really focus on quality Mm -hmm. like if a diet has you buying all these packet pre-packaged meals that you know get shipped to you Mm -hmm. all at once and like what is the quality of that Mm -hmm. you know you could eat a hundred calories of movie theater popcorn and be like, oh, it's only 100 calories. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something great for my body. Mm-hmm. But like, is that really better than 100 calories worth of organic blueberries? Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely not. There's a difference in quality. Yeah. It's like my huge emphasis is on 
Like, where did it come from? Is it as close to its natural state as possible? Mm-hmm. Movie theater popcorn doesn't grow off of a tree, right? Right. Like, that, like the corn kernels did down the line, but then they went through like nine stages of processing and stripping all the nutrients and you add hydrogenated oils on top of that for the fake butter nonsense and like a blueberry, you pick it and then you eat it the end. <laughs> uh-huh. So they're, the closer to nature, the better. And that's the same thing for like, if you're a meat eater, the closer to nature, the better. There's a huge difference between organic pasture raised beef and a hot dog. Yeah, and that, and that is true, but I do want to bring up, and I guess my awareness has been raised about this a little bit, even though I think about, I would have think about it before, but we just had this thing at work and it was talking about this folded map project where they looked at these two sections of Chicago that they were only like eight miles apart and how one section had, you know, was able to get the vaccine and the other section that was more impacted by it, which is a community of color had less opportunity. Mm. So then it made me think about when you said that, you know, of course you want to be natural, but there's certain places, even in Philadelphia, which they call what food jungles, where maybe they- The food deserts. Food food deserts, deserts, right? Which is wild that, I mean, we have people in this country that could end world hunger just with the amount of money they they have. Well, that's a whole different topic. Yeah. But I think there is a whole, I feel like we should do a different- podcast on this. Right, 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 right. Like, just the economics behind it is, like, a problem in and of itself. Right. But, um, yeah, like, obviously, you know, if you're in inner city Philadelphia, it's going to be way harder to get organic free-range beef. Also, it's, like, $15 a pound. Is that something, like, people can really afford? But, you know, there are... And they have sprouts, actually. There's a sprouts in Philly, and I know sprouts is more like a bulk more reasonable mm-hmm. price place, but I didn't, I, I felt like I would be remiss not to mention that not everybody can right. buy all the time. And that's so true. Like, you I, know, I can't afford to buy organic all the time. You know? like, <laughs> it gets pricey very quickly, right, but right. I, even just making like, and you and I talk about this all the time when we're talking about that in our group right now, like what, what small changes can mm-hmm. you make? Like, right. It's not about completely revamping everything in your life all at once. It's mm-hmm. like, what, What small changes can we make, you know, one at a time, one day at a time, one bite at a time that are going to positively impact your health rather than harm it? So, you know, and especially thinking about people who might not necessarily be able to afford shopping at Whole Foods, eating organic all the time, like, because that's just unreasonable. Right, right, right. And even cooking instead of fast food, that's something too, like you know, buying the chicken and baking it as right. opposed to going to KFC yeah, know, or something like that. All yeah. those things can make a difference. Absolutely. So we, so, okay, let's say you've, you know, you said, okay, I have a, a valid reason that I need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. How, how quickly should a person like actually lose weight? Is there a rule of thumb or what? I remember I went to the doctor recently for my physical and I had a goal and she was like, that's a good goal, but you realize, you know, I'm not afraid to say I'm going to be 55 in August. You can't lose weight as fast as you used to. <laughs> so, I mean, um, and I think in, and I'm, I'm doing this group with Jules, we know we get, you can get overwhelmed and frustrated yes. about these goals. Yeah. So, yeah. Slow and steady. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not, the answer that anybody wants to hear. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, everyone I lose 10 pounds in a week. <laughs> everybody loves the I want to lose 20 pounds in 20 days kind of thing because like, duh, it's quick. It's easy. You see the results immediately. And like, we're such an instant gratification mm-hmm. society like we just mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, the slower, the better. I usually recommend like if somebody actually for health reasons, like should lose some weight, half a pound to two pounds a week. Mm-hmm. And depending on how much weight you have to lose, mm-hmm. like you, like if somebody needs to lose like 50 pounds in order to get to a place where like their health will benefit and their doctor's like, okay, you, need, you should really be here for heart health and et cetera, et cetera. You know, the more weight you have to lose, the quicker you're going to lose it at first. So like two pounds a week is probably fine for mm-hmm. a person like that. If you only have 10 pounds to lose, really, smaller increments, half a pound a week. And it doesn't seem like much. It's like, oh, I don't know. I gain half a pound overnight sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the scale fluctuates so much. Yeah. But 
Yeah, the slower, the better. And a lot of that has to do with hormones and just like Mm. how mystery works in your body. Hormones are going to fluctuate a lot with weight loss. So the slower and steadier, the less fluctuation. So I'm talking about like you have a bunch of hunger hormones. So like Mm -hmm. if you starve yourself, if you drop down, I'm only eating 500 calories a day, like your hunger hormones are going to start raging. And then it's really hard to stick to that extreme low calorie diet. Mm. You know, there's also the brain fog that happens, Mm. especially with Mm -hmm. like the low carb thing. If Mm. you've ever gone low carb, even just for like a day or two, your energy plummets, brain fog, like it's crazy how much it impacts not just your weight, but like all of your body systems. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing to think about too is like, what exactly are you losing? If you lose weight really fast, Mm -hmm. there's a good chance you're losing a lot of muscle. So lean mass, muscle mass, is what we want to aim for, right? Because your muscles support your joints, your muscles support your bones. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you should eat to look like a bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. Like that's not feasible or no, like a lot of people don't want that, right? Right. Of course, there are people who want that. Cool. Do your thing. But like for the average Joe Schmo who just wants to be healthy, you want to keep as much muscle mass on your body as possible. That's healthy body mass. And that's probably healthy too, as you get older too, as far as your bones and having muscle. Yeah. Bone health. If you are, especially if you're female, Mm. anybody over the age of 30 really needs to be taking their bone health very seriously. And that's a big concern with weight loss is bone loss. Like it just happens. One, because, you know, the more weight you have in your body, or I guess the more muscle mass you have on your body, the healthier your bones are going to be. So if you lose that muscle mass, it's like, ah, you're just kind of like killing your bones too. So it's Mm. all, it's all related. So we do want to keep some mass on ourselves but that's definitely like real when you mentioned like the the brain fog that happens and how quickly it happens so yes. i had an orientation thing at my job the last week or something and it was over zoom and it was structured so that we really didn't get a lunch break because they did like 15 minute increments in between all the different mm-hmm. sessions and even just that and i reached out to my one of my managers and i said if I can make a suggestion, having a dedicated lunch break would be very useful because by the end of the day, I'm just so like, I can I couldn't focus on what was, I wanted to focus on what we were learning, right. but I couldn't because I, I was so drained. Yeah. <laughs> like, and just snacks here and there aren't really a, a meal. And that was just one, yeah. one, day just one day of training. Yeah. 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 That's, that's interesting just to do the 15 minute breaks. But I do on that same subject of weight loss, I think, and I think I have enough data to say this, that men tend to be able to lose weight quicker for Absolutely. whatever reason. Oh, it's that testosterone thing again. <laughs> I feel like it's always the testosterone thing. Right, right, right. Because in our group, we have a a gentleman and he's really quiet, but, uh, he seems to be keeping his goals. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I feel like men always have a leg up on that front. (laughs) Yeah. Even I see that with my dad, he like, he was able to lose quite a bit of weight, which really helped with his, um, diabetes. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I think that's, that's all good. So like, what do you think, you know, as we're looking at these different diets, what, what ones do you think are more successful or have elements that would, would help a person to be successful? I think anything that emphasizes sustainability. Mm-hmm. So like something that you could do forever. Mm-hmm. One that I actually really like, I love the way they changed the program is the Weight Watchers mm-hmm. app. I think that when Weight Watchers first started, it was really kind of gimmicky and Mm -hmm. crash diety, and they really restructured the program. And I I actually like spent a lot of time this week going through their website and just seeing how like the ins and outs of how it all works. And it very much is a a teaching mechanism. Mm -hmm, So -hmm. they teach you how to eat a very well-rounded eating pattern. They Mm -hmm. teach you how to eat for life. Right. And that, honestly, like, what more could you want? Yeah. The only thing is you got to pay for it. 
Yeah, all of these things. And I know that um, I've done did it a while back and they have like a network, you go to meetings, you know, and, and that can be helpful in terms of that accountability piece mm-hmm. um, and, and, and things like that. But I, and I think that anything that's more uh, behavioral, like you said, yes. helping you to do something for life seems to be. Yeah. And that's something we talked about the other day, too, is like, yeah. if you want to change your actions, you first have to change how you think. Right. Because we we act on our thoughts and our emotions. So, you know, if it I, I like the Weight Watchers thing, because even like right on their first page, their quote is food, activity, sleep, mindset. It all matters when it comes to weight loss. Power your success with our new personal assessment, behavior change science to help you build healthy habits that go beyond the plate. And I love that, like healthy habits that go beyond the plate, because we know that weight loss and a healthy lifestyle is not just what we choose to put in our mouths, right? It's mm-hmm. all the decisions that we make. It's the decisions we make when we wake up in the morning and and do we eat breakfast? What do we eat? It's the decisions when we go grocery shopping. Where am I going grocery shopping? Am I hungry? Am I going to choose quick, convenient package things? You know, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and a lot of it is very emotional. Yeah, I was going to say there's definitely that emotional component of it. And I think there's the emotional component of it and the convenience component of it. Because I think, Shelby, with you being vegan, you there's you almost have to be more willing to make things yourself. Or I mean, I think it's become more popular now. So you can just, you, yeah, know, you know, go to, you know, Dunkin' Donuts and get a vegan sausage sandwich. But for the most part, you really have to think about. But even still, and... Christian is also vegan. We have goals like about our diet and what we want to include in our diet. And we've been actually, I'm pretty proud of us. We've been like slowly incorporating like more meals with like actual vegetables, which is like you vegans can still get into the the trap of like it could still be unhealthy, right? Being junk food vegans, you not that we were Oreos that. And- <laughs> yeah, we weren't that. We weren't that bad, but it was definitely like okay. We, we know we want to add more veg into our diet. How can we do that with the things that we like? So like, what did I make? I made dumplings, but I put kale in it and you couldn't taste the kale at all. But that was a way to get kale into our, our diet. We would <laughs> never have eaten like just kale. Straight up kale is one of the worst things ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming from the, the health and wellness I person. I to like kale so many times and you know, it's just not happening. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's also the way you prepare things too about Brussels sprouts. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's, it's also in the way you prepare the foods because Shelby, I'm not a big Brussels sprout fan. Mm-hmm. But one Thanksgiving, Shelby made like these roasted Brussels sprouts that have a little spiciness to them. And I did enjoy those. It's like it was like a maple kind of spiced. And this might be a hot take. I love Brussels sprouts. They're really good. (laughs) That's like my go to. There's a menu that has like Brussels sprouts. I have like five flavors. My mom's making a face. Yeah. Yeah. So and I it's certain things that I eat because they're good for me. And Brussels sprouts is one of them. But like I can like I said, Shelby's recipe is probably the most, the Brussels sprout recipe, I would say I like. Another one is I know, you know, salmon is good. People, if you eat fish, um, that's not one of my favorite fishes. Yeah, but same. I, yeah, but. Really? Yeah. But you I don't. Will, I will eat it. It's funny because I feel like when I think of you and eating fish, I think of salmon. And I guess I just assumed that that was one of your favorite fishes because you were <laughs> fish because you eat it. No, no. Um, another one might be another thing. is like bananas, but I know I need the potassium because I will get cramps. In my oh, you way. don't like bananas, no. really? And maybe it's the consistency. And I, I can't get avocados. I have tried so many ways. Yeah, you hate avocados. <laughs> I, and I will give you credit because she has tried <laughs> to like avocado, and she just does not. Yeah, but I, and I know I just bring that up because you know when you're you're trying to you know get healthy habits and trying to diet, you know. It can get boring if you yeah. don't, you know, do different recipes. I know Jules will send recipes and things like that. I tried one of these um, blueberry oat bars that came out pretty good. And mm-hmm. I cut them up and put them in the freezer and things like that. So, yeah. So that that's one of the things, though, uh, might be good to get your thoughts on, you know, 
when you're trying to eat healthy, sometimes it feels like it's boring or you may not, you have to be open to try new things. You do, right? Because like, I think we just get into our routines and even when you're eating healthy, like I eat pretty well, I would say compared to most people, but like I get bored with it. You know, Mm -hmm. I like don't always feel like eating oatmeal or sauteing veggies. So like Pinterest Man, what a great tool. (laughs) (laughs) Love Pinterest. Whoever created Pinterest, thank you, because that has saved me on so many occasions. Because, like, I'm not a big cooker. Like, I don't enjoy cooking for myself. I live by myself. So it's like, I don't know, cooking for one person. I end up making, like, eight servings of something and eating it all week. And, like, eh, it just gets (laughs) kind of boring. So uh, Pinterest has saved saved me on a lot of a lot of occasions from getting bored but you know even if you're a person who stops at Wawa every day to get like one of those pre-made sandwiches Mm -hmm. that's like just like kills my insides (laughs) 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 Um, you know that could get boring mm -hmm. right so it's like learn to challenge yourself you know be open-minded because any change is going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And we don't like that. The human body and the human brain is wired to take the easiest way out all the time. So just going into anytime you're trying to make healthy changes in your life, it's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to make recipes that you're like, oh gosh, that's awful. (laughs) (laughs) Been there so many times. Like, oh, this is so healthy. It smells good. It looks good. And then I go to eat it. I'm like, Oh, this is terrible. I'm never making this again. <laughs> it's all about trying. It's all about being open-minded. And that's how you learn what you like and what you don't like and what cooking techniques work for you and how long it takes to bake chicken breast. And, you know, all these all these things are experimental. So, And when you try things, like, that's how you find things that are, like, big hits. Like, again, Christian and I, we're actually big cookers. But there's this one thing. It's, like, enchiladas which seems like it would be hard to make but it was really easy and it has sweet potato and Ooh. like it's a lot of stuff i can find the recipe that's in to you plant-based and it was like we would have never we weren't gonna like make enchiladas we didn't know how to do that but just like by exploring and and finding something and say hey this looks good we that's one of the things we're gonna keep into our rotation yeah. of dinners so i have tried a lot of things this year because i uh did a little interview with one of my friends who has a blog, an ad-free blog all about finding the joy in cooking because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people don't have a healthy relationship with cooking. And I know uh, even as healthy as I try to be, I just don't have a healthy relationship with cooking. It's not my thing. And so when I was talking with her, it was kind of my own personal challenge because personal trainers aren't perfect on this front. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, believe it or not. Um, I had the challenge myself to find the joy in cooking again. And she challenged me to do that. And ever since then, I've been trying, maybe not 100% success rate, but mm-hmm. trying to find new recipes that I enjoy, maybe new ingredients that are fun or something seasonal that I'm like, oh, what is that even? Like, I never saw that. Right, <laughs> right. That's edible? Like, yeah, you have to try these things. So it did, all this discussion did make me think of a funny story. Uh, I was talking to my friend, uh, Lisa, and she has a, quite a few allergies. So she wanted to try this new rice or something. And she was like, it didn't seem turn out or whatever. So she decided to put it in her freezer. And I was joking with her. I was like, don't put that in your freezer. You're never going to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Try again. Uh, something. But I think it is about being open. And one of the things you, I think, Jules, maybe it may be worth talking about when we're talking about diets is this whole piece about planning. Yes. You, you always tell planning. us we should plan. And, and that makes a big hearing. difference. Yeah. Um, I think... When you start to adopt a healthier lifestyle, it's automatically going to require cooking. It just is. (laughs) (laughs) You can't expect to stop at Wawa every morning, lunch, breakfast, Mm -hmm. lunch, and dinner, and expect to like have a wonderful diet and feel good, right? Mm -hmm. So there is the planning and preparing aspect of making changes. with any kind of change too, and not just with diet or exercise or anything. Like anytime you're, I don't know, maybe you change jobs and you have to go to a new building. It's like you have to plan 
right? You can't just like jump in the car and wing it. You got to mm-hmm. look up where it is. How long is it going to take you to get there? When do I need to be in the car? Um, do I have to plan around traffic, rush mm-hmm. hour? Do I have, is there a long walk from the parking lot? What do, do my bosses expect me to roll in five minutes early? There are things that you have to think about and plan and prepare. Do I need to pick out my outfit the night before? And same thing with with adopting a healthier diet, diet in the sense of just, you know, overall general what I consume, you know, you have to look up recipes and make a grocery list. And, you know, if you expect, if you expect healthy food to just appear on your plate, like it's not going to happen. You have to physically do something to get there. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like why I really like the, the new Weight Watchers app is like it, it kind of goes into all this. It goes mm-hmm. into the lifestyle surrounding your food choices. Mm-hmm. And same with like Noom. You mentioned Noom earlier. Yeah. I mm-hmm. looked into that a little bit. Their website's a little more secretive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they sort get... of don't want to tell you anything, right? No, they they want... get crap because like nobody knows what Noom is. And like I went through the website and I was like, I still don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> but they call it like a psychology-based mindful way to eat, which sounds great. And I'm all about that. But um from a couple of the articles or like reviews that I read on it, people were like, you know, it's good. They do go into the psychology aspect of it and they help you, you know, plan for your day. Uh, basically, it's another tracking app. It's very similar to Weight Watchers, My Fitness Pal, probably a little more involved than My Fitness Pal in terms of the psychology behind it because there is like a group chat feature. And don't they give you a coach or something? I think, I think so. Yeah. I think there's like different tiers that you can pay for or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, the things, the, the programs that go into more of the psychology, I find to be a lot more effective, mm-hmm. but then at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, is this something that I can do forever? Noom has you track everything that you eat every single day. It has you weigh yourself every single day. For some people that doesn't work. Yeah. Right. That's, and sometimes it's just not feasible Yeah. and you have to ask yourself, do I really want to track everything for the rest of my life? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's so tedious. I've done the tracking thing before. I'm like, it's just, it's tedious. What happens when you go on vacation? Is that really how you want to live your life? Is that really where you want to mm-hmm. uh, put in a lot of effort? I think that that tracking and diving into the psychology behind things is really, really helpful mm-hmm. for a short time. And then you learn that skill. So like, if you don't know what a healthy breakfast looks like, if you roll up to Wawa and get Oh, I guess not all of your listeners know what a Wawa is. Yeah, it depends where they live. <laughs> I guess it depends It's like a convenience store. It's a convenience store. It's, oh, Wawa is so much more than just a convenience store. Yeah. <laughs> it's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> you can get prepared food. I'm trying to think of different parts of the world. Like some people have 7-Eleven for Wawa. Yeah, yeah, 7-Eleven is pretty yeah. universal. Yeah. It's like I, a when I was in... Uh, I'm just making it that store that was in the UK. But anyway, it's a, it's a store where you can get food as well as drinks, as well as you can get all kinds of stuff from Wawa. Yeah. Happiness, joy. <laughs> yeah. Pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. Just Love. Even yogurt. I mean, it has almost, but it's not like as packed as a, a supermarket or a grocery store. Yeah. So it's like an in and out kind of place. Yeah. Not the burger joint, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you were saying, talking about a healthy breakfast. And if you're one of the people who go to Wawa, I'm assuming to get the breakfast sandwich every day. You have to know what it looks like to yes. be able so to. So you have to learn like, okay, what is, what is a portion of, I don't know, protein look like? Some people eat like five breakfast sandwiches. They're like, oh, I got a lot of protein today. Yes. But you probably didn't need all that protein all at once. So like the new map, the Weight Watchers app, the pretty much any health coach is going to teach you what an actual like you appropriate sized piece of protein looks like. And for most people, it's like about the size of your palm. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like, your yeah, palm roughly, or- you know, for some people, it's gonna be a little more, some people a little less. But mm-hmm. like, you know, what does a, a healthy serving of whole grains look like on your plate? And like those things at first, if you don't know, you're going to want to track it. You're going to want to put effort into it, um, into the learning experience. But then once you've learned it, do you really need to track it all yeah. the time? Once it becomes a habit, once it becomes ingrained into your life, are you going to want to track it? It's going to be more tedious. You know, there's there's a point to where it stops being helpful. Right, right, right. And it has to be like, I remember learning something about just 
for me, visuals work like looking at your plate and, you know, more of your mm-hmm. plate should be vegetables yes. or something. I think it was meat should be a deck of cards, about as thick as a deck of mm-hmm. cards or, you know, those little tools, visual right. tools like, that you don't necessarily have to write something down, but you can make your plate. Keep that in mind. When you're yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I don't like hard and fast rules when it comes to food because mm-hmm. people are flexible and what, you know, you want to go out and enjoy time with your friends and family sometimes, or, you know, maybe you're on a road trip and you're, you have limited options, right? Life is not hard and fast. So why create hard and fast rules for yourself mm-hmm, when it comes to food? You know, being flexible is a huge thing when, when I teach my clients to eat healthfully and mindfully. And I think a lot of it is the mindfulness aspect too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many times do we go through our day and it's like, what did I even eat for lunch? I think uh. I scarf down like two bites of this and slug down an extra coffee and you know we don't we don't enjoy it it's not an experience and i think being present with what you're putting into your body is a very helpful and healthful way to approach dieting i i don't even like the term dieting but yeah yeah but i also wonder too we were talking about portion size about eating time because i I just always think of um shelby's dad and he was he was pretty very sculpted pretty thin kind of guy and he would eat all the time yeah so that whole grazing versus Uh, but okay (laughs) my father also ate a bunch of twinkies not twinkies um what what are the crimp what are the the things that he always ate, the vanilla crimp- the crimpets, crimpets, yeah. yeah, the tasty cake ones, the, the tasty cakes, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I think he just had again a very, genetics, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on the genetic pool, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Eating times, I think it's individual. Okay, you know there there is a lot of research and a lot of new research that's being done on intermittent fasting and yeah, a lot of that actually comes down to like your circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting and just kind of like how the human body functions in regards to sunlight, which is crazy. (laughs) I love science. But, you know, again, I don't think it is a hard and fast rule. Like if you're like, say you are a nurse and you work 12 hour shifts, you probably are running around so much that you don't have a half an hour lunch break. So, you know, if you need to graze and like have a couple almonds throughout the day or like, you know, just have some grab and go stuff, a couple bites of yogurt, like in your four second break that you get, like that is going to be more feasible for somebody with that type of job than somebody who works from home. Right. Right. Who has the time to prepare a salad for lunch. Mm-hmm. I can, I'm sure every nurse out there is like, yeah, there's no way I could eat a salad <laughs> on my shift. Yeah. yeah. So. But Shelby, you're a grazer in a way. Like you need to have like something, yes. little and nuts or something. That's something that like I, I, and I need to start doing this again. I would keep things in my car just to have some stuff. Mm-hmm. I keep things on my desk at work and I like to eat throughout the day as well. But even like, again, being, I, I'm always go, 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 go as well. So like that presence I'm trying to be better at in regards to food. And I, so like this morning, Christian hat off from work and I was like you know what let's just sit at the table and eat because usually we sit at our coffee table and watch Twin Peaks and I was like (laughs) which is excellent but also I was like let's just sit at the table and eat breakfast together and that like slowed both of us down yeah and it was really nice to actually just stop and like eat a meal and I think that's like what it should be right (laughs) right right and I'm guilty of eating in front of the television because mm. one I live alone so I'm bored and just me myself in the silence and my plate of eggs <laughs> boring but <laughs> you know. I think that especially in our very very fast-paced yeah. way of life like that's kind of gone by the wayside but that's that's part of the mm. holistic mindful healthy approach to eating food like even if say you're at a birthday party and there's cake and all sorts of awesome junk food, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, okay, we don't eat like this all the time. And is it super healthy? No, but are you enjoying it with friends? Like you can have a slice of cake and enjoy it with your friends who you're celebrating with and and really enjoy the flavor in each and every bite. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going back for thirds and fourths and fifths. Right, yeah. Right? And that's, that's I think that goes back to the mindset though, because yeah. sometimes – 
people are like, oh, well, I had cake today, so I'll have cake tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'll start over on Monday. <laughs> you know? All or nothing thinking today, right. cycle. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. Well, I do, I do have a couple of more questions. Um, one was cause, and of course, disclaimer, we're not hyping any diet at all or mm-hmm. disclaim, but cause I know you mentioned Weight Watchers as a good one. So I was just yeah. wondering in your opinion, of course, this is your opinion. Are there some that you would say I would avoid these? Yeah, that's great because <laughs> I was going to bring up fruititarianism. What? Have you ever heard oh, of that? God, that's like major face palm. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was this girl that I used to follow on YouTube for her workouts, and then I found out she was a fruititarian, and I like couldn't do it. Yeah. It's <laughs> literally. It's you just eat fruit? Yes. The end fruit. Yes. It's so bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> and this woman as well, I don't know if you heard about this. She was also pregnant at the time. And it was like, oh everyone was like, oh my gosh, are you just going to feed your child? fruit like you can't you can't do that yeah anything that's extreme anything that cuts out like important food groups that you need to eat like avoid it at all costs so Mm. like i'm getting i feel like i should highlight a couple of the ones that i like and then a couple of the ones that are like okay red flag absolutely not okay okay so i already said weight watchers because of like the holistic approach to it how they revamped the program is very individualized you know, it, it has its its pros and cons, but I think as a program, I think that's a good one. Noom actually has a really high success rate. Um, again, pros and cons, but I think the psychology aspect behind it, it's very individualized. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of accountability behind it, and it teaches overall health, mm-hmm. right? It's not like a crash diet. So I think those two are like probably up there on the list of beneficial ones right another good one that i like is the mediterranean diet because it is flexible it emphasizes certain things it's not like oh you can never have this ever but it emphasizes fruits vegetables whole grains healthy Mm. fats fish which is actually like we need more fish in our diet right poultry beans eggs and it really limits dairy and red meat which uh, I, I don't have a problem with red meat if it is organic pasture raised or regeneratively farmed meat. And I feel like this should be on our next podcast about the whole regenerative <laughs> farming thing because I'm like, it's one of my things that I'm researching right now. But okay. um, yeah, definitely. You know, there's a I, like I said earlier, there's a difference between a hot dog and organic beef. Mm-hmm. So that kind of thing. But I like the Mediterranean diet because it emphasizes like things like olive oil, which are really heart healthy. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's basis is heart health. Yeah, I, I, I had incorporated some things. Just I had read this book by Dr. Veal. I can't think of the name of the book now. But um and I just tried incorporating those things like only using olive oil, the whole grains like and things like that. So definitely can relate to that. And also I, I don't eat beef or pork anymore. And it's funny because when the whole family situation because my parents live with me and like, I didn't tell them not to, but right. then they just don't need it either. Yeah. <laughs> Except every now and then they may still have a hamburger or something. Yeah. But, uh, um, the other diet that is kind of high up there on like a popular one is called the DASH diet. And mm. like nerd alert here, it's called dietary approach to stopping hypertension. Oh, they okay. tried to make it cutesy, but basically it's a diet for high blood pressure. So if you suffer from high blood pressure, if it runs in your family, it's just a pattern of eating. It, it tells you to watch your salt intake pretty much um what i don't like about it is it doesn't say anything about the quality of what you're eating it's like oh read your nutrition labels and make sure that your sodium doesn't go over this much Mm -hmm. and it emphasizes is very grain heavy it's like eat six to eight servings of grains every day and i have such an issue with that Mm -hmm. but you know the government made it up so yeah (laughs) (laughs) i have an issue with that right right um it's good because it is low in sodium and we tend to overdo sodium but you know it doesn't say anything about like you should incorporate more blueberries in your diet it's like eh, no just read the package label and but you know it does have research behind it that it Mm. is good for hypertension yeah Um, sodium sneaks in so many things if you read the later yeah 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 Yeah. labels Mm mm-hmm Fun fact, I have very low blood pressure, so I get to eat all the salt that I want. (laughs) Pass the salt, please. (laughs) So some that I would absolutely 100% stay away from, and I've probably mentioned this before, but the keto diet, it is so popular right now, and I can't believe how many people do it. But it's a crash diet. People go on it. They lose weight because of the way your metabolism functions when you remove all carbs. It is dangerous. It Mm. is literally used by doctors to treat seizures. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And like other neurological diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Like that's extreme. Mm-hmm. Like those are extreme things. And it's an extreme diet to treat an extreme thing. Does it help you lose weight? Yes. Short term. However, long term studies have shown that similar like just uh, your typical low fat diet, a reduced calorie intake over the long term, they're about even. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like why would you go to such extremes when in the long run you could have done yeah. this a more holistic way? Right, right. It wreaks havoc on your GI system because you basically can't eat any carbohydrates. What are carbohydrates? Hmm. Your fruits, your vegetables. Oh, wow. Your yeah. beans. Like everything with fiber that is so packed with nutrients and is heart healthy is removed from this diet. And it doesn't say, again, it doesn't say anything about the quality of food. It's like, oh, you can eat all the meat in the world. You're going to be intaking so much fat from animal protein, which like in and of itself isn't horrible. But like when you go to 90% of your calories from Mm. animal protein and fat, like your body is not designed to handle that. Oh, wow. Do you, like, if anybody's on keto diet, please tell me how many times a week you poop because like, <laughs> there is no fiber in your diet. Like, mm-hmm. how can that be comfortable on your GI system? Also, it's really hard on your liver. It's It oh, emphasizes wow. uh, fat intake. And your liver is what metabolizes, well, everything, but fat. And when you tax it that much, when that much of your calorie intake comes from fat, like your liver gets impacted really hard. Um, same thing with your kidneys. Like I think that kind of got a bad rep, like back in the eighties when bodybuilders were like, Oh, protein and yeah. the kidneys started failing. Like, Oh, the kidneys started failing because they all have the steroids. But <laughs> yeah. um, when you, again, like the extreme 90% of your calories from protein and fat, like that's going to impact your kidneys. You are taxing your system so hard in a way that it was not meant to be taxed. Um, and I just think overall you're missing so many key nutrients. Mm-hmm. Like, your dark leafy greens, your blueberries, your tomatoes, like you can barely eat any of those things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's 20 to 50 grams of carbs a day you're allowed. Mm-hmm. That's like two bananas. Oh, wow. That's nothing. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like red flag, run away. <laughs> you're better off with a regular like holistic yeah. approach. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the other ones? I I just think anything that you see that's flashy on okay, so like <laughs> on anything, Facebook or something. Juice cleanse. I got roped into this Facebook group and I was so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Montgomery County Health and Wellness Group. And I was like, oh, this could be fun, like a little accountability. No, literally just somebody selling juice cleanses. I was so annoyed. <laughs> Ugh, anything that's a juice cleanse is terrible for you. Absolutely terrible for you. Yeah, I was going to bring up the juice cleanse. It's going to have to be another episode because we already <laughs> brought up kind of, you know, the issue of of race and economics within diet and, and food culture. Like the whole thing with, with Lizzo, she posted like on her Instagram, some, so she was following some like scam <laughs> diet thing. And everyone, it was like an uproar and which like, it was too, it was like just very heavy on her mm-hmm. because she was like placed on this body positive pedestal without yeah. like consenting to that. So then when she, like, she's a human being like us. So yep. she fell for the scam and then people gave her crap for it. Yeah. But it's not just Lizzo. It's like celebrities. I feel like, like Gwyneth, what's her name? Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, if a celebrity endorses it, sensationalizes, yeah. (laughs) Please scrutinize it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that seems too good to be true probably is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I give, I give like, you know, someone like an Oprah a lot of credit because usually hers are about their holistic wellness. Of course, she's like, you know, as rich as I don't know what. So she can have someone cook for her and be her trainer every day (laughs) and, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but at least she. She looks at it from a holistic approach. There was just one other thing. I think, you know, I'm, I'm always on a positive glass half full kind of person. So once a person reaches their goal mm-hmm. weight, right, they found a good diet that works for them. They reach their goal weight. What do you think is the important thing for people to remember to maintain their weight? Yeah, I think that's a really important thing to touch on. Think about all the habits that got you to where you want to be. 
mm-hmm. and continue them, right? You will probably probably want to increase your calorie intake by a little bit uh, for maintenance purposes, for bone health purposes, muscle mass purposes. Um, you don't want to constantly be in a weight loss state for too long that can that can really tax your system. But once you're at a place where you feel comfortable, where it's healthy, continue to make those good choices. You know, we talked about the yo-yo dieting and how people oftentimes gain a lot of the weight back and then some, and that's because it was the all or nothing mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I talk about this a lot with my clients. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't have to be 100% perfect all the time. Nobody does. Nobody has asked that of you. Nobody said that's a life rule. But also, you don't have to be 100% bad. Like, if you, <laughs> if you mess up, like, don't think of it as black and white thinking. Think of it as, like, gray areas. Shades of gray in the diet sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you mess up on Tuesday and you ate cake for breakfast, and you're thinking in your mind, oh my gosh, I totally messed up. Like, I'm feeling guilty. I ate cake for breakfast. I completely screwed up my whole week. I might as well just eat cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the rest of the week and start (laughs) over on Monday. But legit, that's how we think. Saying that out loud sounds completely crazy, but we think like that. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to. We don't need to put put these rules on ourselves to be either... I'm either going to be good today or I'm not, right? Mm. No, like Nobody said that you have to do that. If you eat mm-hmm. cake for breakfast, like, okay, enjoy the cake for breakfast. I do that sometimes. I eat cake for breakfast. Like, <laughs> okay, but then maybe choose to have a little healthier lunch. Maybe you were going to have, you know, takeout for lunch. Maybe be like, uh, you know what? I already had cake for breakfast. I'll make a salad today. Mm-hmm. I'll save the takeout. Like, that's going to make you feel so much better and sustain your weight loss and your healthy weight mm-hmm. in the long run rather than this whole black and white thinking. So, yeah. you know, think about all those habits that got you to where you want to be and continue them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Shelby, you had a question. Did you forget it? Did you? Oh, no. It was about the, the feudatarian person. Oh, the yeah. I just wanted to. I just wanted yeah, to. It sounds extreme. It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh my gosh. And also like, Again, another episode when you're you're pregnant too. It's like I can't even imagine. That's so dangerous. So dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Was she at least taking the pregnancy vitamin? I think she eventually caved and did take some supplements. What is her name? I don't even know. She's the fruit lady. Like if you look if you look it up on YouTube, if you look fruitarian up on YouTube, I guarantee she will be the first person that comes up. Like her and her husband, of course they must be rich because they moved to some tropical Wait, I know who you're asking yes. who I was following on YouTube. Yeah. And then and, and then the, she got really sick from it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't know she was pregnant. And like and then it's like and of of course it's like the baby. I don't know. Anyway, I digress. But that's also an issue when you're talking about YouTube because now it's like you have a platform. Yeah. And people are going to follow that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Scrutinize things, guys. Mm-hmm. Just scrutinize them. Use the internet. PubMed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Research it. Yeah. That was because that was really going to be the last question. Like any final tips for those seeking to lose weight? Yeah. And are searching it. for diets. And that's the research. Is research what it's all it. about. Yeah. Right? Ask your doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Uh, I would. <laughs> that makes sense. That should be number one. Ask your doctor. <laughs> Ask your doctor. Do you need to lose weight? If not, then why are you trying to lose weight? Like, you can eat it. Yeah. Everyone can try to eat healthier, right? right. But like mm-hmm. specifically weight loss, like ask your doctor, do you need to? Like if you don't, okay, then don't. <laughs> like your doctor probably has a network of nutritionists. Mm-hmm. I know my doctor does. I've worked with a nutritionist before. They, they're experts in the field. So before you start shelling money into uh, juice cleanses, why not shell 70 bucks into seeing a nutritionist? Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, and that's probably- Who knows the science. <laughs> costs the same- amount for all of these right yeah oh stuff. my gosh probably less yeah funds <laughs> is gonna be so expensive you know and and i understand there's different philosophies behind nutrition and i see a holistic nutritionist just because i don't believe the government should be telling us what to eat but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a whole issue behind that that we could talk about a future podcast excuse but, my <laughs> french but hell yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very frustrating but um so like i see a holistic nutritionist but you know there's 
there's nutritionists through my regular doctor's office that I've seen before who are great. Um, Mm -hmm. Health coaches. You know, I'm a health coach. I'm not a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. But can I help somebody to start to shift towards healthier diet choices? Absolutely. Am I Mm -hmm. certified to do that? Absolutely. Right. You know, and try to find someone who can help you with the lifestyle aspect of it. Maybe that's an accountability group or, you know, even a personal trainer. I, I would be... I hate to say this to my friends in the industry, but like, be careful with personal trainers because what works for them, they think is like the gold standard. And, you know, personal trainers are not nutritionists. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Do they know a lot? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You can't be unintelligent and be a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. However, nutrition is not something that they're always certified to instruct you on. If they have another certification or maybe they went to nutrition school or something, like, cool, awesome. Um, but again, do your research. Some trainers are better than others. So. Right, right, excellent. So this was really, I think this has been informative. I think people will get some good tips and, um, you know, we'll, of course, we'll have Jules back again. Yay. I have already <laughs> recruited her to be in every series that I have. So you'll be seeing her in series three. I don't know what the, exactly the topic will be, but... Uh, and it'll be warmer then. <laughs> Actually, it's not bad in here now. It's a little chilly, but we all yeah. we're bundled. Yeah, yeah, we warmed up. Oh, we love Jules here. Like every everyone, like my grandparents love Jules. <laughs> yeah, she's she's become part of the family. Absolutely. So, so. yeah, yeah. Any last comments, Shelby? I don't want to give you a from. I'm not the expert. <laughs> no, I do not have any last comments. Okay. Listen to Jewel. She knows what's best. Yes. All right. Well, till next time. Yay. Bye. Good being here. Until next time, stay safe, well, and be blessed. Bye.